Hello everyone, welcome back to Thinking Absurd Thoughts. I started this episode while an airplane is going by because I'm mentally tuning them out and the only time that I actually realize them is when I'm recording because they're really inconvenient. Um, when I actually listen to the audio, they really don't mess it up all that much, uh, but they bother me and I keep on acknowledging them. One day I'm just going to stop. I need to stop. It's really annoying. You can tell it's an airplane going by. I don't have to announce it. And it'd be great if I stopped. Anyways, so I updated my art for the podcast, the cover. Um, I put the words on it, uh, but I had someone else draw it because I am not at all good at drawing digitally. I can draw all right with like a pencil and a paper but I cannot do it digitally. I do not even know how. I have Photoshop, cannot use it for the life of me. Um, and I, yeah, I know how to use paint, but you're not gonna get that something that good on paint. And yeah, I just couldn't do it. So I went on, I Googled art commissions because um, you know, I, I needed one. I didn't know anybody who could do digital art for me. and. I didn't really want to ask anybody who I knew who did digital art just because, I don't know, I feel bad. I ask a lot of favors of people who do digital art. I ask a lot, let me repeat that. My friends, I've asked them to draw me things before, and I don't pay them, so I kind of feel bad. Especially since my friend was, like, posted something on her Instagram being like, I don't do commissions. I don't want to draw stuff for you. And I thought it was kind of like... Like, I know, she's really nice, but I think that was, like, a subtle way of telling her, of telling me not to ask anymore, but I went on Fiverr, which, very interesting, Fiverr is, I don't know, I think Fiverr, there's nothing wrong with it, I think it just became a meme to me, because of all the crazy things people pay people to do, it's really good, though, I actually like Fiverr, it's good, um, yeah, I had a really good experience. The girl who um, drew my podcast art, she was really nice. Um, she was a good communicator. I left her a really good review. I was really upset that I couldn't tip her because um, I didn't have enough. I don't have enough money in my bank account to give her a tip because the tip had to be over $5, and I had $4 in my bank account, so I really didn't have any choice, and I kind of feel bad. But I left her a really good review. I gave her all five stars. It was really good. As you can see, like, the drawing turned out really amazing. I added the um, text to it. I have a bunch of different versions of text because I added a billion different ones in, like, different formats on different places on the image because I'm a perfectionist. And then I sat there for, like, 20 minutes going through all of them and eliminating them one by one until I finally came to the one that I have on my art. And I really like it. And I like the with Jocelyn thing, too. I think that looks kind of professional you know which is the last thing that i could possibly be however it's good to just fake professionalism fake it till you make it which i'm probably never but we're just gonna roll with it um today i'm gonna talk about some things i want to talk about well i watched a video on youtube by jane animations about the history of her hair and i was like my hair has been through some crap so maybe I should do a little podcast about the history of my hair. Um, and then also, I wanted to talk about self-expression in general. Because I think 
what you do with your hair says a lot about you. Um, or at least what you want to do with your hair says a lot about you. And then other forms of self-expression. I've always loved the idea of self-expression. Like, I buy clothes with, like, artists or bands or, like, pop culture that I like. Because, I don't know, I feel like first impressions are important. And I don't want to look different from how I perceive myself because the way I perceive myself is how I want to be perceived um yeah I don't know if that makes any sense a duck walking right towards me we are making eye contact there is a duck in my front yard walking straight towards me she is looking right at me walking straight towards me I am afraid of ducks I am scared this is not good Turn around, please. She turned around, she turned around. She turned around. Okay, I don't know, that was so stupid, I'm afraid of ducks, but I just don't want them to kill me because I found out that ducks have teeth, I think. Do they? That might just be geese. I don't know, but if they do, that's terrifying. Um, Shrek made me afraid of ducks. Shrek 4, Happily Ever After, whatever it's called. Shrek Ever After, I think, right? I don't know. That movie made me afraid of ducks. You know that giant duck with those giant sharp teeth and all the pigs were trying to brush its teeth and then it started biting them? Well, the duck is coming towards me again. And as I talk about this traumatic experience... Uh Uh-oh. Okay, I don't think she's going to bother me. Anyways, that movie made me afraid of ducks. Because then the ducks started biting the pigs, and they were like, ow, and uh, I'm afraid of ducks now. Um, bully me for that. Okay. Um, yeah, what was I talking about? Okay, self-expression. We're not getting into self-expression, so let's talk about the history of my hair. Oops. Did I make that sound? No? Okay. Um, I just thought I made a sound, and now I'm calling you ducks' attention. Well, she went into a tree. I think she might have, like, net, uh, eggs in there. I'm not sure. So, let's just try to forget about the horrifying duck. Um, yeah. My hair. Let's see. I have been growing my hair out since birth. Um, up until about fourth or about third grade, I think I got my first haircut, maybe. I just got it trimmed a little. Then about fourth grade, I got my first haircut, haircut. Um, wait, no. In preschool, I had bangs. Let me put that out there. Um, I had bangs and I had curly blonde hair. It was blonde, but it was brown. It was, could be light brown, could be dirty blonde. It was in the middle there somewhere. Anyways, um, and I had bangs and I went back and forth with bangs. Actually, in preschool, I cut my own bangs and they looked horrible. And then my mom tried to fix them. And then I told everyone that my mom cut my bangs. And my bangs were super short and super horrible looking. And everyone thought my mom was just horrible at cutting bangs. Which, yeah, I don't know why I did that to her. I don't think anybody cared. But she was like, oh my gosh, why'd you tell them that? Anyways, so I had bangs off again, off again, on again, off again. Until um, about like first grade, I think. And then I just said, ew, I don't want bangs anymore. I still do not like bangs that much. Maybe if I had never had bangs, I would have a different opinion on them. But I just, 
got sick of them. And I said, I don't want bangs anymore, so please stop. And I remember asking my dad to just cut the bangs right off. And he was like, I can't do that. You have to let them grow out. And I was like, that is some bull crap right there. Um, I think that's why I actually cut my bangs. It's because I was trying to cut them off. So <laughs> that's why they were insanely short. And I did it. And I didn't want anyone to know that I was doing it. So I went in my closet in the dark with my kid scissors with the rounded edges. So just try to imagine how horribly that went. And the worst thing you can imagine, that is exactly what happened. Anyways, so I'm just glad that they were safety scissors, actually, because I probably would have cut my eye out. I was in the pitch blackness of the closet, which I had locked myself in, um, so that I could do that and not get in trouble. I still did. Anyways, so then, ow, ooh, sorry about that. Um, so then, when I was like in fourth grade, I actually got my first real haircut. And let me just say, my hair, you hear that? Yeah, it's annoying. Like, I can't do anything about it. Somebody else's car. It'd be great if it stopped, but I don't think it will, because it's still going. Anyways, so, and my first real, real haircut in, like, fourth grade when I got it to, like, shoulder, a little bit lower than shoulder length. And up until then, I had really long hair. Um, also, my hair had faded from that dirty blonde, kind of light brown, to the dark brown that it naturally is now um to that like over time so it was like a really pretty ombre just naturally um from the dark brown to the light brown and it looked really good naturally like that but then i wanted to dye my hair blue because my cousin had dyed his hair blue but it didn't work and he was going to re-dye it um he was at my grandma's house and I was like, you know what, I'm going to dye my hair blue too. So we got splat hair dye, which is still my favorite hair dye to this day. The only one I trust. Every other one that I've used is horrible. Even overtone, which I hear so much good things about. Splat hair dye is the best. And if you want to dye your hair, get splat. Because I 100% recommend them. Um, I've only had one bad experience with them. But it was only because the hair dye was expired. And I didn't know it was, but it was. Anyways. Okay. So... We were going to dye our hair blue, and we got the splat dye, we both dyed our hair blue. Um, of course, even though I had the natural ombre, we still bleached it because it wasn't quite light enough. So I had bleached the bottom of my hair and dyed it blue, and my cousin dyed it blue too. I wasn't really planning on re-dyeing it, I wanted to see what would happen if it, you know, went blonde. So after a little while, it faded into a ugly green, because it was a summertime and I was also swimming in pools, so you know, that also makes your hair green. So I had um, brown to green to like a seasick green um, for a while there. And then rolls around, oh, that was the summer in between fifth and sixth grade that I did that, or no, that was the end of sixth grade into summer that I did that with the blue. Um, and then, seventh grade I dyed my whole hair blonde because I got lice and I don't want to deal with it because I gotten lice twice that year kind of find out it was just dandruff one of those times yeah but then someone else gave me lice um so I was like you know what I'm gonna get the lice out and I'm gonna bleach all my hair and I was gonna dye it pink um like a baby pink because I watched Noodlerella I don't know Connie I think she goes by now I used to really like her voice impression videos so I thought her hair looked really good and I really wanted to do that with my hair. 
So I dyed it all, and it was awful. Um, first I did it with L'Oreal, and it turned orange, which... I don't look good with orange hair. I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't look good as a redhead. Um, no offense to redheads. You have no soul, but, you know, at least you work that no soul, you know? Uh, I cannot work the no soul. The no soul. It doesn't work for me as well as you guys. Um, so, yeah. I had horrible-looking red hair. And then we bought Slap Bleach, my favorite. And I bleached it all. My mom bleached it all. She has no... She's never dyed her hair, ever. She's never dyed anybody else's hair. She's very inexperienced, and we just tried to bleach it and get it blonde. Um, and we did, and it was coppery and yellowy and not good at all. But we refused to go to the hairdresser for reasons I can't remember. Um... So yeah, then, after we dyed it all blonde, I was waiting to dye it pink, and then I decided against dyeing it pink, because when we went to the hairdresser at JCPenney, um, my grandma actually brought me, because she was just, my hair looks so bad, it looks so bad, um, also, it was so snarly, that my mom just decided to cut it, and she also has no experience cutting hair, and it was uneven and awful, it was the most uneven every strand was a different length it was like zigzag it was awful um so yeah that happened so we went to jc penny to get it cut and re-dyed because my mom kind of ruined it uh i ended up what did i end up doing oh yeah so we went to jc penny to get it cut and re-dyed but they said they'd have to bleach it again to dye it so we ended up just leaving without getting it cut either because it wasn't worth it and we got some keratin 10 to help strengthen the hair I don't know if that really did anything, but it did really help to get some of the snarls out. Um, um, why do I do that? I go, uh, sorry. If you do that too, I don't mean to be rude. I'm just making fun of myself. It's okay. It's okay because I'm doing it and I'm making fun of myself. I don't know why. I think it's because my mouth is really dry. Anyways, so, um, what did I do after that? Okay, so then, right at the end, no, right after seventh grade, year ended I went to Supercuts and I wanted to get my hair toned and cut but their idea of toning it was just turning it back to my natural hair color so I went brown back to my natural hair color and got my hair cut just above my shoulders so it was very different um, I went from having long blonde hair to having shoulder length brown hair it was a drastic change but it looked good for the time being, and the brown slowly faded out. And then after, wait, hmm, the brown slowly faded out. And then it was like a lighter blonde afterwards. Sorry, rip up. I'm back, and the only reason I left is because I didn't want to talk to the mailman. Uh, I'm that socially awkward, guys. Can you believe it? Um, my dad just told me he was about to, okay, my dad is very, um, I am not like my dad, so if you get really mad at him, don't associate me. But he was really mad because he didn't want ducks in our um, yard, so he was going to kill duck eggs, and I had to convince him not to, and I was, now I have to take care of baby ducks, so I'm going to adopt the ducklings because he scared away their mom, and I don't know if any of the eggs are going to live because he touched them. Um, so yeah, we're trying to save nature here. Um... Yeah, no big deal. Just trying to save some lives, you know. Um, okay, I'm gonna shut up now. Okay, back to the hair story. So, um, 
yeah, it was turned, like, a lighter blonde when the brown faded out, and then the blonde was already, like, to an ombre point, like, at the ends of my hair by the time the brown fully faded out. So, but no, not by the time the brown fully faded out. The brown fully faded out by, like, the end of the summer. And then the school year went by, and I had the blonde bottom of my hair, and it looked really good. And my hair was getting longer until eventually the blonde was just on the bottom, and my hair was a little bit long. So then I decided to dye the blonde parts red, because red is my favorite color, and that was still one of the favorite things that I did to my hair, because it looks so good. I really honestly miss that. Maybe I'll go back to red. I really want to. I'm really tempted to. Um, but yeah. So I dyed it red, and the red faded out, and I wanted to go half red half purple wait no my original plan was to go half red half purple on the bottoms of my hair but then I used all the red because I was too scared to do half and half but then after that I got purple yeah after that I got blue hair dye because that's all the dye they had left in the splat brand and I didn't trust anything else um and I dyed it half blue half purple but I had had the purple hair dye for a while and it was expired so the purple didn't stick so then I just did all dark blue so it was from dark brown to dark blue, and it looked like from black to blue. I don't know why it looked like that. Maybe something with, like, the contrast, or maybe I put the blue on the brown part of my hair by accident. But yeah. So I had that for a while, and that faded out. And when it faded out, you could see purple and red in it. It was a lot of different colors. After that, I went to a, I went to Supercuts again because they're cheap. And I dyed all my hair blonde, except they could only get it to, like, a very... They got, it was kind of looking purple on the ends and red, like that was still there. And they got it to like a very, very coppery um, blonde. And it did not look good at all. Um, I looked like a french fry. So then I bought splat bleach and I had really long hair, like as long as my hair is now, it's pretty long. Like to my, like, I don't know, like almost to my elbow, almost. Um, Are those ducks? No, they're like geese or something. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's pretty long. And I got one bottle of the bleach and I only did about a quarter of my hair before it all went away. I think I told this story already. Shoot. Okay, so, but whatever, I'll retell it, whatever. So then my mom had, I begged her to get me more hair dye and she finally got me another box and they only had one left so I got I just smeared it around my hair as best as I could and it was super uneven but then I decided I wanted to go half purple half silver and they wouldn't take me back to the hair salon because they said they spent too much money last time so I did it myself and it didn't stick so I did it again and it didn't stick so then I put hair so then I put food coloring in half of my hair and overtone in the other half and it kind of sticked and then I did that again for the second time and it kind of stuck and that's what I'm at now I kind of stuck eighth time trying to get my hair silver and purple that's where I am now. So yeah, now let's talk about some self-expression in general. I have always wanted to dye my hair because of self-expression. I just felt like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of shows off just like creativity, um, impulsiveness, you know? I'm kind of impulsive. I just, if I wanted to dye my hair, I kind of just do. Um, I don't know, and I just think my style also kind of goes with it, because my style is kind of just like, I don't know how to explain my style. I wear a lot of dark colors, and kind of just like an e-girl, a lot, kind of 
kind of just am an e-girl or an e-boy. I'm like a sad boy slash an e-girl. Because I'm not a sad girl. However, I am a sad boy slash an e-girl together. I don't know why. Because I kind of dress like a boy sometimes, but... So that's why. Um, so yeah. It's all over the place. Also, I feel like another really... Okay, piercings are another thing I love about self-expression. I'm getting a nose ring, and I wear fake ones a lot, but I'm getting a nose ring, and uh, I'm really excited. I I don't know when, though. Um, and then also, I really want to get a bunch of tattoos. Like, I want to get two full arms, full tattoos, and then, like, tattoos on my leg, and then, like, tattoos on my chest, and then, like, tattoos everywhere. But not, like, a continuous tattoo. Like, some people have, like, the full arms. Like, I want just the little ones. Do you know who Curtis Connor is? Like, that. I think those look really good. The just little ones all over the place. And the dark black ink. Oh, that's what I like, is the dark black ink. That's my favorite. Um, I just want to have a lot of them. No face, no face tattoos, though. I am... I would like them. If I became famous, I would get a face tattoo. Only one, though. Um, but since I'm not famous, and I would kind of be frowned upon... By society, um, I'm not gonna do that. But if I was famous, I would definitely do that because then society can't frown upon me. I think. Um, so yeah, I've always really liked self-expression. And if I'm not, I have just completely changed my style pretty recently um, to the sad boy e-girl thing. Before that, it was just kind of like basic girl because I was like just really didn't know what my style was at all. Um, actually, no, before that, it was just, like, bright colors in the summertime, because I was, I don't know, I just really wanted to wear a lot of bright colors, I just, I don't know, kind of felt like bright colors, now I'm feeling the exact opposite, um, but yeah, so, before that, though, I was just trying to figure out my style, because before that, I was in sixth grade, and I just started going to the mall, um, to shop for myself. Before then, I just kind of went to Target and picked out stuff, and then before that, my mom bought me stuff. Um, so I just started going to the mall and all those stores, and I just started fitting into women's sizes versus little kid sizes. Granted, I was an extra small, which I still am, uh, but yeah. So, I was really just, I just bought what looked basic, because I had no idea what my style was. It was pretty new all the style stuff, so I really didn't make a decision, I really just dressed, like, what I saw, and then I decided to bright colors, so it was kind of transitioning from, like, the basic to, like, the bright colors, and then now I'm just, like, e-girl sad boy, um, and I think I'm very much happy with my style right now, I feel like the bright colors was also just, like, in the tie-dye, I really liked tie-dye for a while, um, I still like tie-dye, don't get me wrong, just, like, not as bright, you know, like, darker colors, um, but yeah, I do think that that was also not completely me, and I feel like if you look, okay, I, when I was younger, did, like, buy clothes, I, for myself, like, in the little kid section, but that's different, like, I would pick them out, and I would get them, um, and I would also get a lot of hand-me-downs, but I would always wear dark colors, I was always very drawn to, like, dark colors and like kind of edgy looking things and I remember describing my style as edgy as like an eight-year-old which is hilarious but 
because I was not edgy. I was an eight-year-old and wearing a black shirt with a peace sign on it, and I called it edgy because it was dark colors. However, I've always been, like, really drawn to, like, dark colors and looking, like, cool to, like, my standards of cool. Um, and I just feel like I kind of, like, full-circled around on my style, and I feel like I am, at least for right now, very much happy where, with where my style is. And I just deleted all my Instagram pictures that were not in my new style, and I feel like that also just helped me, I don't know, I feel like I finally have kind of a sense of who the heck I am, even though I've never really cared about, like, identity, that's never been, like, the biggest thing to me, I know, like, a lot of people do, but, um, not until recently, not until I've actually, like, started to find my identity that I actually started to care about it, I don't really care still, also, I just feel like I don't care about anything, I think that's what I want to get across with my style and my hair and everything, I don't care, I think that's my personality, is that I just do not care about anything, I think it might be a problem, maybe I'm a sociopath, oh, I'm joking, I'm probably not a sociopath, probably, but, um, <laughs> I don't care about anything, it's just, I mean, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, I just do not care, I just do things, and I'm like, whatever, you know, like, I cared about so much for so long, and then one day I was just like, yeah, like, what's the point, because, we're all, I mean, I don't mean to sound morbid or, like, crazy or just, like, roll your eyes stupid, but we're all gonna die. Nothing we do really matters, and that phrase really just made me depressed for a very long time when I realized that nothing we do matters, but, like, it's also pretty freeing. There's a lot less pressure when you think about it. Obviously, we still feel pressure no matter how you're, like, thinking about life, but, you know, we're all gonna die, this, you know, we all, everybody on the earth, no one's better than somebody else, we all were born, we're all going to die, we're all going through the same process, life is short, you know, don't care, don't beat yourself up about things, because you're gonna make this short experience bad, and you want it to be as be- as good as it can be, and... If something bad happens, you know, you power through it, and you don't let it affect you, and I, I'm actually kind of proud of myself for that, because I used to beat myself up over little tiny inconveniences in life, and now I'm just, like, not letting it affect me as much, you know, I'm just trying to make my life the best life that I can live, because it is short, and it does end, and it can either be bad or good depending on what we choose and it is our choice because it's about how you view things not really about your circumstances I mean someone with like a million dollars could have a worse life than someone with who's struggling who's doesn't have that much money is barely getting by so I feel like that's important too because it is all about just the way you view things and not your circumstances because and also like there is mental health that you cannot control and I definitely am and have been dealing with that for a long time and I know how it can really just backtrack everything you've been trying to work on positively for yourself and I just yeah I don't mean to sound like stupid but I mean that just really is my opinion for now you know it could change and also I've just accepted change as like constant because I'm constantly changing my mind changing my opinions 
Um, but I feel like that's good because without change and going back and forth, how are we going to come to like the end result? Because I'm obviously not going to have everything figured out. I'm 15 years old. But um, in order to figure things out, you have to keep on changing until you come to something that you want to stick with. And I don't know. I'm probably going to be saying something completely different next year. And I just accept that because I'm not going to. I never do anything, to, like, that I know I'm not gonna still want, unless it's, like, yeah, I'm pretty impulsive, I can't really say that, but, like, I don't try to, like, hold myself down to things too much, because I know I change my mind a lot, and I am pretty hard on myself, I'm trying not to be, but I'm pretty hard on myself, um, and I think it's good that I'm finally a little bit giving myself a break, I mean, it's still not very healthy, but... <laughs> We're getting there somehow, some way, I don't know. Um, also, I need therapy, man. That is just sad. I mean, like, most people tell me I need therapy. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. How am I going to get it? I don't know. Um, but that's different. The reason why I don't have therapy is another story that I'm not going to go into because I don't want anyone's pity. That's also something about me. I don't know why. I'm just sitting here and finding out things about me that I've never even known before as I pour my heart out to the internet. Wow. That's a great way to enter the new decade. Um, yeah. I hate when people pity me. I don't even want to say, like, certain things or things that I struggle with because I hate when people pity me. And the only reason why I ever talk about anything I struggle with on this podcast is because I want you to not trust me, but... If someone can relate to this and find a little comfort in knowing that they're not alone, that is my main goal. No one's watching this. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a crap. But if I can do that for, like, one person, I don't care who it is, and I've accomplished everything, basically. But that's the most I can do. It's the best I can do. Is try to tell people that they're not alone, because you're not alone, and everyone goes through things, and everybody has struggles and stuff. Sorry. I don't know, I saw my light, this light has a rock around it, but this light doesn't, and I thought I was just seeing through the rock, and I had superpowers, um, because these are lights that are lighting up the trees in my front yard, um, one of them has a rock around the light, and the other one does not, and I thought I was just seeing through the rock, because I didn't realize that it doesn't have a rock around it, sorry, I had to, I just paused in my sentence, and I had to explain why I did that, um, but yeah, I'm not asking for pity. I don't want anyone to feel bad for me. I hate it when people feel bad for me. That I am... I don't know if it's just, like, pride. I think maybe. I don't know. But I hate it when people feel bad for me. Like, it makes me mad. I do not like it at all. And I would much rather somebody hate me than pretend to like me just because they feel bad for me. That is the worst. And I think a lot of people can agree with that. The majority of people can. I mean, it's obviously... Yeah. It's just... I'd rather be hated by everyone than everyone feel bad for me and feel like they owe me something. Nobody owes me anything. But, yeah, that's just me. I went through a deep journey of self-discovery by accident. Started with self-expression, now it's self-discovery. Man, podcast is deep, bro. Um, I'm not just thinking absurd thoughts. I'm thinking meaningful, enlightening thoughts. I'm sorry. But when I say the word thoughts, you know, in my mind, I'm not picturing T-H-O-U. 
G-H-T-S. I don't know if I spelled that right. I'm imagining the word T-H-O-T-S. But <laughs> that's why it's funny. But, um, yeah. I think we're going to conclude the episode at that, at that, you know? Also, when I talk like this, I'm doing it as a joke. I don't actually talk like that. I don't know if it comes across because you can't see my exaggerated face expression I'm doing while I'm talking like those crazy voices that I do. Um, yeah. I think when I get a little too deep, I start doing crazy voices. Oh my gosh. A defense mechanism. (laughs) This is too deep. We need to stop. I don't want... Why? I need to talk to somebody. Why am I discovering all these things about myself? Wow. I'm making fun of myself, um, too, so that's a plus. Uh, yeah, (laughs) let's end it before I find out another revelation about myself. Um, thank you guys so much for watching, and tell me what you guys think about the new artwork. I don't know if you can comment, depending on, uh, what, uh, what platform you're watching this on, but thank you guys so much for watching. Bye!